Hey, what's going on, podcast world? It's Jeep and Bubba here, and I just got a quick, quick little podcast today. Uh, not really a full podcast, just something that was on my mind I wanted to ask you guys and share with you as well. So one thing I was thinking about today is uh, we're trying to plan to go to Durham Town on Sunday. It's kind of been raining this week, but the rain's held off a lot more than it was going to. And it looks like it'll be sunny for a few days right before we go, and it'll be sunny the day that we go there. So I think it'll be drained out enough, even though it's naturally a muddy place. But what I was thinking about uh, talking to you guys about is man-made off-road parks. I don't know if a lot of you have been to a man-made off-road park, and I kind of feel both uh, good towards them and also, not resentment, well, I'm a little, I'm not fast to go to them. I'm a little reserved about going to them. And uh, I just want to kind of cover what I think the good points are of them and what the bad points are of them. And maybe you guys' opinions on some of the best off-road parks uh, that are around. So, um, all over the United States, there's off-road parks. Here's what I think is great about them. In a lot of states, um, there aren't any places that you can go to that have rocks. In Michigan, uh, unless you go all the way up to Drummond Island, you're not going to find rock crawling. So, um, And even then, it's not that much rock. So, going to parks, uh, a lot of times they can make those rock situations, logs, using concrete, using actual rocks that they've brought in. Um, It's a lot of flat areas. Also, in many states and in many areas, uh, either there isn't fire service roads or uh, natural roads to go off-roading, or they've been done away with because of government budget cuts or overuse or neglect or... um, Uh, off-roaders destroying them, whatever it may be, there just may not be that many options for you. So parks uh, make a place where you can go pay and you can go off-roading. And it's crazy that someone even wants to start an off-road park. I know that there's money to be made in it, but the insurance that's required, uh, I just saw, just looking up Durham Town, that they were getting sued for like, and, and in loss for like $14 million. And of course, their insurance will cover the majority of that, but it's still insane because they're going to have to pay a ridiculous amount of insurance um, and they're basically not responsible and responsible for everyone that's on their property. So uh, that's kind of crazy. But the good thing is they do exist and they're becoming where we really need them, especially in the Southeast because so many trails are getting shut down. My negative about them is when you make a man-made park, it's not a rock that's come up from the ground that's deeply rooted under the dirt. It's something that's been stuck on top of the dirt and piled. And it's a lot easier for those rocks to get loose and cause um, for them to, to, to shift and to move and to easily cause damage to your vehicle. Also, when you're off-roading on man-made items like concrete culverts, which I've done, uh, tires, which I've done, there's a big chance of breaking something on your vehicle. Um over actual rock crawling just because if the straps come loose the traction's weird um i have a picture of me at an off-road park in michigan where i got stuck on this tire and we winched back and I got stuck in my transfer case and it lifted my jeep like 10 foot in the air in the front it was ridiculous i almost rolled because i was trying to yell at my my wincher who was pretty far away hey hey, hey stop and they finally stopped and it was crazy we got a picture let me back down but that those kind of things don't happen when you're not wheeling on natural rock formations. Now you can break anywhere on any kind of formation, but I find that 
that the people who design uh, off-road parks for the most part does, don't design them naturally or work with what they have naturally. They bring stuff in and they kind of build them to break your stuff versus to uh, just to challenge you. And when you're off-roading, you're always pushing yourself to your full limitations or at least I am. I try to. That's what I enjoy. Like, that's what I enjoy it the most. That Even if you're overlanding, you're pushing how good you are at camping or uh, how long you can stay out with <laughs> out food or service or whatever, uh, cell phone service or whatever that might be. But I, that's kind of the fun thing is pushing your daily rig or, or the vehicle you've specifically built for off-roading. And it seems like you're way, it's way easier to get over the edge at those places, um, and break. Although the nice part about parks is there's usually someone that'll come recover you, people that'll help you, uh, parts are usually nearby. So that's kind of the nice thing. Um, so I've done a, quite a few off-road places, um, parks, uh, in the Southeast and in the Northeast and everything out West. Um, and there, you know, there's just a lot of different, um, we went to a couple in Indiana, Michigan, um, and and uh, been out to Stony Lonesome and Alabama. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite, but like I said, we're going to go to Durhamtown. That'll be my first time going. I'm kind of reserved about it. I'm going to do a YouTube video about it um, because I'm just not a big fan of parks because I don't like mud. I don't want to break. I don't want to wheel on culverts. I don't want to wheel on tires. I want to go on rocks. So I'm hoping that it surprises me, but... Um, I think it'd be great if we can get a little discussion going. Uh, if you hop on, uh, what I'll do is I'll post, I'll post this on the uh, Jeep and Bubba in uh, Facebook page. And if you want to go on and comment and just say what your favorite off-road park is or what you do and don't like about off-road parks, then that'll be available there. Um, I'd love to get that discussion going because I know there's got to be some great ones out there. I hear a lot of great things about AOP, which I haven't been to, and Windrock. Um, and, uh, uh, what's the Roush? I hear a lot about Roush Creek, uh, uh, up in, um, the Northeast and, uh, I hear it's fantastic. So, um, I haven't been to a part like that. We're going to plan a trip to AOP here sh uh, shortly, but, uh, anyways, that's kind of my thought on off-road parks. I am glad that they exist. Um, I've been to a bunch, I've had a good time at them, but at the same time, sometimes I'm riding around, I'm like, that was dumb. We almost broke cause we're wheeling on concrete or tires or whatever. So, um, the more natural they can be, the, you know, what's fantastic if someone could buy a property that is natural and then open it up so all of us can use it. So right now, Trey Mountain, Chimney Mountain's shut down. It'd be fantastic if a guy came in and was like, you know what, I'll pay, uh, uh, 10 million for the mountain. And then he charges us 40 bucks to go ride or 20 bucks or whatever. Uh, I'm okay with that because at least now it's being conserved properly. Um, that's the problem with our government, unfortunately. No matter how much money we give them, it's never going to be enough. And they're never going to care enough about us, in my opinion, to get these things, uh, keep them open and to keep them uh, well-maintained. But uh, I'm not knocking on the rangers that are out there. They're taking orders from above. I just, I don't know. That's a whole different discussion. But anyways, I hope you guys have an off-road adventure in your future. And as always, we'll be seeing you.